Hello, hello, hello. Hi, and welcome to the first episode of my latest podcast, Libations and Box Seat Confessions. Uh, you're probably wondering, who am I? What am I doing in a podcast? Why should you listen? Um, I did do an intro episode uh, that was really meant to give listeners a taste of what to expect from this podcast and also just um, give an intro to my personality. So it's basically a night out with my best friend um, at a local restaurant called Hanzo. Had a lot of fun, uh, probably one too many sake bombs, but it was a great time. Uh, but I really wanted to give listeners just an idea of who I was. Uh, and the funny part was that my best friend went all out and gathered together a few interview questions and we tried to keep it as casual as possible but she did a really good job and so I, I give her kudos for that we uh, we did a really good intro episode so hopefully you guys have heard that if not go back listen to it I would love to hear your feedback because uh, that was just kind of spur of the moment type of thing but this episode is really gonna be episode number one uh, I still want to give you a little bit more insight as to who I am and why I'm doing this podcast I do want to keep it short and sweet but um, I'm born and raised in San Antonio, graduated from the University of the Incarnate Word, and since then I've been working in marketing and advertising, but I do consider myself the go-to person for all things related to this growing foodie scene in San Antonio. I love the fact that our city is really becoming a tourist destination and not just for... <laughs> I talk so down about the Alamo and Riverwalk, but not just for those things, but for the culinary scene, which there are other cities like Dallas, um, San Francisco, New York, that are on that top tier. And I feel like San Antonio is getting to um, that point of recognition where they're that foodie destination where people, tourists, want to come here for good food. So if you go to my Instagram page, which is the Cheeky Epicurean, uh, you can find tons of pictures from different restaurants. Some are kind of a little bit upscale and others are hole in the wall but you you get an idea of the foodie scene from my eyes and if you go on twitter which is a different uh, platform where i share my sports thoughts i consider myself an avid um, some call it passionate sports fan uh, i'm pretty vocal on twitter and some people like it some people don't so i'm very blunt but i love talking about sports and the fact that I grew up with a uh, basketball dynasty, I, I've been privileged to be a part of you know, such a dynasty as the San Antonio Spurs, but since the departure of Duncan, Parker, Ginobili, things have changed a lot. And you'll notice on Spurs Twitter, a lot of fans, sadly, um, don't want to accept the fact that um, the Spurs team isn't what they used to be. Things change, you can't be a championship team forever you know at some point it has to change shift evolve and I think we're in that stage where um, the team's changing and the coaching staff is changing but I'm going to touch on that later in this episode and then throughout these podcasts because we are going into um, January and then probably I'll touch on the rodeo road trip in this episode but moving on to bigger and better things 
if you're wondering what this podcast is, uh, what my expectations, my goals are, just going to give you an overview. Um, what I want listeners to do is really experience um, what I experience when I'm out and about in San Antonio, which I'm usually out and about um, grabbing food, grabbing drinks, just doing the norm, exploring the city, because as long as I lived here, there's always something to do. Um, and essentially what I wanted this podcast to be about is, is food and sharing that with somebody because I think food is really what brings people together. Sitting down with a friend, um, a first date, a significant other, what have you, uh, brings people to a common ground, especially when you throw in a couple cocktails. It's always a great bonding experience with someone that you just met or someone that you've known for years. And that's what I wanted to bring into this podcast um, and incorporating my passion and my love for talking about sports. By no means am I a sports expert. Uh, I do follow football, I do follow college basketball. I'm a KU fan, a uh, Spurs fan, and I'm a New Orleans Saints fan. But the conversation is always exciting, so that's why I'm probably, mm, I'm probably more active on Twitter because of that real-time conversation as opposed to a Facebook um, or Instagram, which obviously those are different platforms, but I digress. Um, so eventually I would love to bring in fellow foodies, um, sports personalities, culinary influencers who share my same passions and, and really host a one-on-one -on -one discussion over food and drinks. But I do want to host a weekly podcast of, of me at different restaurants or bars and just highlighting um, drinks, appetizers, menu items, atmosphere, stuff like that, and also incorporating sports um, and talking about that. So, so also what I want to do is once you subscribe to um, my Instagram channel, I'll be posting pictures of the food and drinks that I have, and you can catch everything on my Instagram page. And then you can also follow me on Twitter, get into the conversation, um, argue with me if you want, because I love a good argument at the moment. Um, let's head on the Spurs. So I don't want to spend too much time talking about the Spurs, only because we're in December and the Spurs don't look so hot. They haven't, to be honest. They have their ups and downs. I consider the Spurs as a bipolar team and also as, as a what you see is what you get type of team. And it's hard for a lot of Spurs fans, diehard Spurs fans. I'm not saying I'm not diehard, but it's hard for a lot of those particular fans to admit that our team is not great at all. At all. It's no one's fault. Fans need to calm down. Um, we had a game yesterday with Spurs versus Mavs. I caught the majority of the game. I was at Wing Daddy having some wings and fried pickles because that's how I roll uh, on a Thursday night. And that's why I stay in shape because all that fried food. Um, <laughs> I came up, sh uh, Spurs came up short despite a 13-0 uh, run in the end. I mean, we were down. I think once I walked in the door, the Spurs kind of were tanking, and then they, they went on a 13-0 run in the end. Um, the excruciating part was that we had the ball the last few minutes. Bryn Forbes had the opportunity to take the open shot. He was at the top of the key with probably about three seconds left, and passes the damn ball. He passed the damn ball, thinking that we probably had all the time in the world. I'm sure he didn't see the shot clock, didn't know what to do, which obviously 
um, something a rookie player would probably do, but, but for Bryn Forbes to do that, it was a little bit frustrating. And the cherry on top of a uh, you know second loss against the Mavs, so it it sucked, but. You know, Spurs fans just need to calm down, and they need to calm down with the Lonnie Walker talk. It hurts me to see so many people say, give him more minutes. Like, he's he's the secret sauce to, you know, us turning it around. And I can't roll my eyes as far back as I can just because they're assuming that they know better than Pop. You know, and the moment that anyone else, like myself, inserts their opinion, um... You know, they come back really hard. Um, it's almost like they can dish it, but they can't take it. And so, you know, my take on the Spurs is, is calm down. If you think you see something in Lonnie Walker, that's great. But I'm pretty sure Coach Pop, who is a season championship caliber coach, would know a little bit better than you do. So the reason why he's benched, we don't really know. We don't see anything behind the scenes. I'm sure there's a reason. You know, I think Pop is struggling with the rotation. He's using what he has, and sadly, this is all he has, and this is all they can produce. So I don't want to, like I said, touch too much on the Spurs because we still have January, February, March, April, May. It's, it's a long road ahead, but I'm still going to complain and say that the Spurs aren't great. They won't be great, and putting Lonnie Walker in isn't going to change much. And if anything, he's just going to add to... You know, the mix, he isn't going to improve anything. Sorry, Lonnie lovers. That's just my take. And like I said, you can argue with me on Twitter if you want. So I'm really excited for this new project and really hope listeners enjoy it too. Uh, I'm open for, for comments and any kind of suggestions. So once I post, feel free to comment and, you know, give me, give me your thoughts. I'd love to get potential guests. So if you are a potential guest in the culinary world, uh, in the sports world, or foodie, Go ahead and DM me. I'm, I'm, you know, open to incorporating you into this podcast. So, next on the agenda, where am I at? I am at Sancho's, which is a, uh, it's Sancho's Cantina. It's not too far from downtown, actually. So they have a second floor outside that you can actually get a really good view of the tower in downtown. But uh, this place is very cool. There's a small indoor area. Um, it's mainly outdoors, but they have really good specials, margaritas, tequila. They have tacos here. And mind you, these aren't just regular taco cabana tacos. I'm going to read some from the menu right now. Um, these are made from scratch and served on fresh homemade corn tortillas, which honestly you cannot find that anywhere else. Um, each order features three tacos with listed accompaniments. So we have... Uh, Pistec, picadillo, la gringa, camarón, pork belly, they have a nice little uh, menu selection of tacos. They have some gluten-free for those who uh, have special dietary needs, but um, they have tortas, nachos, really good happy hour that includes um, I'm the menu right now. Ooh, nachos. Oh, no, no, you're good. And this guy sat next to me with a cowboy shirt, but I'll be nice because they're struggling to get into the playoffs against uh, the Eagles. <laughs> Just kidding. So anyway, um, I love this place. They have really great um, drink specials right now. I'm drinking a Victoria beer, which is on special with the uh, chili salt on the rim. 
What um, nachos do you recommend? Um, I personally like the beef steak. That would probably be like my all-time favorite. But the, the tinga, the boiled tinga, which is like a spicy chicken. Ooh. The carnitas and pork belly are like a close second place. Uh, let me go ahead and do the carnitas. Carnitas? Yeah. Oh, what's last name? Uh, Gonzalez. Yeah. Here my um. So I went ahead and ordered the, what was it, Garnica's nachos. And actually Sancho's is, according to their menu, voted best nachos, also with refried beans, jack cheese, pico de gallo, and pickled onions. So let's give it a try. And I'm also drinking Victoria with chile on the rim. That's good. That's really good. That's a lot. That's a small portion. Like I guess they have small, no, they have regular and large. I got the regular. So I may ask my cowboy friend here to help me put a dent in these nachos, but they're pretty good. They're actually stacked pretty high. Mm, I like them. Not too bad. They're not on happy hour. Um, I believe happy hour for the nachos or some of the appetizers and tacos were from two to four. So I missed it by half an hour, but still, these nachos are really good. Tasty. Good choice. That's why you should always ask the bartender or waitress what they recommend. That's what I usually do. Unless it's something I really don't like that they recommend it, I usually don't go with the recommendation, but half the time, they know what's good, they know what the popular menu item is, so I'll go with what they recommend and it's usually a winner. But yeah, good stuff. Very good. Alrighty, so here at Sancho's we have a bunch of different people. Obviously I'm in cowboy country as a Saints fan. I'm not surprised to see cowboy fans here, but um, I ran into a gentleman wearing a cowboy shirt, and I just want to ask him a few questions. Your name again? Gabriel Garza. Gabriel Garza. Are you from San Antonio? Yes, I am. Okay, I see you're wearing a cowboy shirt. How long have you been a cowboy fan? Since uh, I was a young man, um, since I guess 1972. Oh, wow. So you've seen all the championships throughout the years? Through my, with my dad and my uncle and my brothers. Yeah. What do you love about the cowboys? Uh, well, one thing, the cheerleaders are real pretty. <laughs> well, yeah, they're pretty famous, those cowboy cheerleaders. And they're well known. Yeah, they are, yeah. And um, when everybody talks about cowboys, everybody gets all excited mm -hmm. about it. And and pretty much they stand out on TV, yeah. the best team you know around. Yeah, every time there's a game with the Cowboys, they're America's Game of the Week. Right. What do you think about the quarterback, Dak Prescott? Do you think he's like a franchise quarterback? Do you think he's average? Like, what are your thoughts as far as his future with Dallas? I think um, he's doing pretty good. Uh, he still needs more um, experience. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, so far he's good. There's everybody has a bad day and a good day. Yeah. Um, it has to do with the quarterback, the offensive team and the coach and yeah. if something's not right with all one of those three parts yeah everybody's not gonna play together yeah I feel like they've had the pieces with the teams like Cooper that um, 
Ezekiel Elliott, and a lot of people point to the coach. Well, because they have, they seem to have everything that they need to be a winning team, but for the past couple of years, they always fall short. Yeah. So it's hard to pinpoint it, but a lot of people, you know, point their finger at Jason Garrett. I think Jerry Jones kind of gets involved too much. Mm -hmm. um, yes, I mean he's the owner and CEO and everything, but I think he needs to let the coach do what he has to do. Right. And instead of just interfering and then it gets with a quarterback and he's the quarterback like well who do I listen to the, somebody up in the sports yeah. box do I listen to the coach yeah or or then he gets that call when he's sitting down mm -hmm. when it's when he's taking a break and they might be telling him you know no try this play try that play yeah. and he's like confused who do I listen to yeah I mean you don't want to go against the big guy you don't want to go against Jerry Jones I think they then need to let the him just do the run the game mm -hmm. you make the shots make the calls you make a mistake well yeah. okay you, you learn, learn by from, it yeah you learn from that so I, I'm, I'm hoping maybe that we still have a chance this yeah. year yeah if not well maybe 2020 yeah there's but always next year win or lose i am a cowboy fan no matter what no matter what no matter what i love that no matter what you know and even with a spurs yeah no matter what yeah and texas longhorns <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. It's yes, good thank to you. you very much. Appreciate it. But that's the end of my podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was pretty much off the cuff, but a uh, little bit of taste of what you're going to see from week to week. So, hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any suggestions, please let me know. Comments, any places that you guys want me to visit, check out. Um, I will do a top 10 places for brunch, top 10 tacos, maybe top 5. Who knows? I might cut it down. But um, top places for happy hour. So, that's what I'm going to be working on. Any kind of special guest, let me know. DM me in my Twitter, which is Brenda, B-R-E-N-D-U-H underscore L. That's my Twitter handle. So, let me know. Like I said, I love the comment suggestions. I will see you guys next week. Best of luck on your picks. Best of luck to your teams. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.